Welcome back to the North Florida Sports Network. Big show. We're going to preview the Florida State-Florida game. We're going to pick it up right in the middle of the conversation. If you want to listen to the whole preview, you can do so at the YouTube show. It's going to be a huge game in Gainesville. As the battle of the backups. We'll see if FSU can get the regular season 12-0. Is it a year like 99, 2013, or 93, or could it be a year like 97? We'll go through it. If you haven't done so, please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google. You can watch the show. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're previewing Florida State at Florida. Keep it locked. Let's get it started. Biggest plays at the, the most crucial times, it's been him. So you really need him out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, know, I know Norvell was optimistic earlier in the, the week, and that's good to hear. It just makes me nervous that they would, you know, that he would actually miss senior day. That means it was something that's mm-hmm. not just a little, little bump or bruise. Um, but yeah, you, you got to have him in this game. Even if it's not 100%, if he's anything above 70, you know, 70 or up. You want to see him give it a go. Yeah. Max Brown getting the start for the Gators. They're going to try to run the ball. They have good running backs. They do. They, they have a great running back. Yeah. Um, the little the little TE, little Etienne, Trevor, I think is their best back. I think he's clearly, you know, he may even be on that elite tier. I, I think he's that good. You know, his brother was elite. You know, I don't think there's really much of a drop off. They're just different body types, just different running styles. But he's scary, man. And Montreal Johnson is not, you know, he doesn't have that same top end speed, but he's still a powerful running back guy that can eat you up. And that's, you know, and they got speed at receiver, which is dangerous. And, you know, a run heavy team that can hit you over the top when you're not expecting it. You know, this is going to be. I expect a lot of craziness coming out of their offense. Napier has got his back against the wall. Mm-hmm. They they got to have this, you know. I expect him to get a little bit squirrely with stuff. So yeah, they have the tool shed a scheme. Tool shed a scheme on both sides, man. So what what do you want to see offensively for FSU? A run game. Yeah. Other teams have been able to run on on Florida this season. Get the ball to your guys on the outside, too. Coleman, when you need him. Yeah, and I think... Jaheim Bell. Right. That I would love to see Jaheim Bell have a game against Florida like he did when he was playing for South Carolina, uh, where he just takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, that I would like to see that. Tight ends are the quarterback's best friend, especially a guy making his first career start. Yeah, everybody else needs to step up, especially the O-line and the running backs. You want to see them kind of take the initiative of the offense, maybe get 
Take less pressure off Tate. Yeah. Allow him to be just the game manager. You and know, if you don't see it, job don't be afraid to, to punt the ball. You know, I, I say it again, you don't want to give Florida easy points here. No, you don't. Um, let let Billy be the one that makes those boneheaded coaching decisions in this one. That That's also something I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. No untimely going forward on fourth down and not getting it. But, I mean, you know, a win, dude. That's it. Just win. Find a way to do it. Um, it's because, you know, you got Louisville next week. Right. Louisville next week, regardless. So, yeah, that's a whole other ball game. I mean, we talked about it, you know, earlier. Florida's averaging 29.6 points a game. They're giving up 27.9. Florida State, 40 points a game, giving up 17. All the numbers – all the metrics look at a Florida is the better team. Florida State is the better team here, but this is a rivalry game. Um, I mean, Florida's offense six point two three yards a play, giving up six point six six. We again, Florida State's is six point eight nine, giving up four point nine four. So, don't turn the ball over. Use your roster. Get the ball to the the guys that you brought in here to do this job, like Keon Coleman, like the tight end, both tight ends, Warlock both tight ends. too. Both tight ends. Um, Shaheen Bell and Warlock have both made a huge impact this year. Continue to do that. Don't simplify the game plan. Run when you have to. Throw it away. Don't risk turning the ball over. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah, I, I just – if there's one game when you're going to have to be ready to fight up front, you know, defensive and offensive line, just this is going to be it. You got to be prepared to just take it to them because uh, that's that's how you're going to win. That's how you're going to lose. If you lose up front, you're not going to win this game. You know, there's no there's no Jordan Travis back there to, to extend the plays and anything like that. Like you got to you got to win it up front. Yeah. Like I said before we came up, man, it, it, Trey Benson's sitting at 743 yards. You know, there's no reason why he, he's not incapable of doing what Ray Davis at Kentucky did earlier. Now, I get it. They're on the road, so that's probably a little bit of an unreasonable expectation to put up 250 yards. Yeah. But that's the, that's the kind of thing that's going to just, you know, take this game over outstanding performance from one of your skill players. They're going to try to confuse Rodemaker, so you need to stay ahead of the chains here. Make the plays easy, maybe some easy play action reads. If you can run the ball, that opens up the whole playbook for him. So things to look out for are that. You want to see Florida State be able to run the ball. Maybe some quick passes to start, you know, to loosen up the defense to make it – easier to run because they got to think, you know, Florida's going to, Florida state's going to try to run, you know, so they're in that tool shed. Yeah. You know, when they, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I really hope that we don't see a lot of the, the play action boot to the tight end. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms that, of some yeah. screens. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But that's a play that's, that Florida state is, has featured heavily with Jordan Travis and it's been really, really successful. Most, most of the time they run it, but 
when you run it with Tate, it's completely different. Um, yeah. He just, he doesn't have that same kind of quick twitch on that bootleg. I hope they just keep it straight drop. Um, quick passes mean, you know, maybe two or three steps. Hit the hit the wide receiver screens, hit the slants. Yeah. 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 But, man, it, it's, it'd be nice to be able to rely heavy on that run game. Right. And that means the quarterback might be called upon to run the ball. Yeah, and he he's not, you know, he's no uh, slowpoke. I mean, no. he can, he can scoot. It's not as much, you know, quick jukes and and you know sudden movements. I mean, you got to kind of have a lane for him to run in. But yeah, if you got to keep him honest on that read option when pull it in and go, and he can get it done. Oh man, just getting nervous about this game. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's. I know you feel nervous about these rivalry games. Yeah, I always do. And then, you know, it's sitting in the stands and, and seeing Jordan Travis get hurt, and you're just like, man, that's – it'd be nice to be at it's this cool game. cool to see him already back at practice, though. Yeah. And I yeah. love what Verse said, that he's – we're not doing it for him. We're doing it with him. He's here with us. Yeah. They're going to need all the, all the spiritual and emotional help they can get. It's going to be – raucous environment, probably the toughest they've seen all year. The swamp is a tough place to go in and get a win at night. Yeah, it's loud. It's hostile, crazy. You know, it looks weird. The design is funky. They want nothing more. This would ugly really, orange color. Yeah. Really need this win for their program. They're going to put, throw out all the stops. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is Billy Napier you know, it determines next year for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if, if you go five and seven after six and seven, mm. I don't care that your quarterback got hurt and that, you know. Right. It, it will. He's, he's going into next year effectively as a lame duck coach. Right. Without being that, looking at that schedule, it's just, it gets really tight for him. And this, mm-hmm. this would do a lot of goodwill, you know, ruining Florida State's. Yeah. Yeah. Giving yourself. More practices, giving yourself a bowl game. I mean, yeah, I mean that that really does wonders for last year yeah, for the improvement of the team, but, but for himself and like yeah. hit the heat from the boosters and the administration. Like if you pull something off that gives them something to crow about mm. over an in-state rival, then you know your seat gets a little cooler. Yeah. Now he's still gonna have to win next year, and that's a that's a really tough schedule. Yeah. Well, you know, there's people saying Florida State needs to dominate this game. I don't. They just nah, need to yeah. win the next two games, and they should be in. I don't care if they're by one point. Don't. I mean, these are quality opponents. At Florida at night is a is a tough place to play. And on the you're playing a one-loss Louisville team if they beat Kentucky. They should. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a top-10 team if they, they take care of business against Kentucky. So, I don't want to hear any of this have to dominate crap. They just need to win the games. Yeah. And I, they deserve to be in it. And then if they lose in the semifinal, they're not going to lose like TCU did. What I hope is that the adversity that hit from last week, you know, Travis being out, the team is just completely not even. Yeah. There's a lot of about playoffs. Team. Yeah. No, they shouldn't be. 
There shouldn't be in the next. I mean, you got to play Florida. First of all, you don't need it. That's enough in itself. Yeah. Every year that, you know, that's the most hated rival. You know, you have a rivalry that was forced into action by the dadgum governor. Okay. This is a hated rivalry. Yeah. And this is, this is state title, man. Yeah. You win this, you're state champs. You again. Yeah. You win this, you're state champs again. Although Florida shouldn't qualify. <laughs> None of them. Play neither of them qualify. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we don't get our trophy. <laughs> yeah. Big game, big rivalry game. Then next week, the championship of the ACC. So a lot to play for. I I just, you know, keep your fingers crossed, everybody. Well, you know, Florida State should go in, just execute. If they play their game, they should take care of business. But I think it's going to be a close. I think it's going to be a good game. So it's going to, I really think it's going to come down to whoever wins the turnover battle. Yeah, I, I, I still think six points is high for the spread, no matter who wins. I don't, oh, you, of course you do. I think it's fair. Yeah. Six and a half. I mean, you got an undefeated team going into five and six team. I mean, it's going to be both with the – I mean, if, if Graham Mertz was playing, I would, that yeah, would he, be surprising. What do you think the spread would be if he was – I would say probably three less, maybe Florida State by three. If Mertz was in, maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's part of me that thinks this might – this is an element – of surprise that they'll have Florida, you know, they have a whole new system to sh- showcase here. Yeah. Max Brown's a whole different type of player, more mobility, you know? Yeah. And they've given, you they, look at the game Florida state had against Constellanos or is that his name? Yeah. Any, anybody that has a mobile quarterback has, uh, you know, they found ways to, to hurt Florida state's defense, even if it hasn't really done anything in the overall result of the game you know virginia tech found success with their mobile quarterback it's just it's hard to defend those kind of guys yeah now if he can't complete all but like maybe two different passes then it limits them but again like we'll see i expect him to throw a little bit more than than they did last week but i i don't know man the billy napier is i don't like playing a guy that's desperate yeah, you don't? No. Because he kind of has, just going to throw the, the book at you. Yeah, man, and it's it's still college where you can have a guy that, that be a career 35% completion rate, you know, and then all of a sudden come out and look like Phil Sims for a game. This will be it. I mean, it's going to be 7 p.m. on ESPN. Ballard or Herb Street are doing the game. And you got the big one, the big game, Michigan, Ohio State. What are your thoughts on this game? My thoughts are that it's going to be a close game. Yeah. A boring game. Right. Big 10 boring. Yeah. Um, And then we'll have to hear about how both teams, no matter which team wins or loses, deserve to be in the playoffs. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I hope whoever wins just kicks the crap out of the other team. Right? Let's Who do you think is going to win this game? I go back. I I think Ohio State, Michigan, three and a half favorite at home. Yeah, like 
are they? Uh, this is it, man. This is a game Marvin Harrison if, if needs does, to step up. I'm going to say this. If Ryan Day doesn't win this game, you're going to go ahead and heat up the rumors of Ryan Day to Texas A&M. <laughs> because, you know, that, that fan base in Columbus is going to, effectively, they're going to be done with him. You know, I don't know that the administration will feel that way, but, I mean, that's how they are up there right now. They don't. They don't care about the playoff appearances or anything like that. It's that you've lost to Michigan three mm-hmm. times in a row. Yeah. I'm picking Ohio State close, though. Oh, wow. I think Michigan's going to win. Even without Milk State? Yeah, well, he's not there for this one? No. He's there in spirit. Right. And he's there the whole week. <laughs> you know, like, what? what is it? Okay, I can't be at the games. Great. He's still at practice. He's still in all the team meetings. Yeah. Like, if they're going to suspend him, I mean, like, dude, you can't work for three weeks. And that Michigan Corbin, that running back, man, he's tough, man. Yeah. Those, he's going to be hard to stop. Those sawed-off guys, those low-center gravity guys are I mean, dangerous, they just man. run the ball. Five-foot-seven dudes will get gonna you. They're going to be able to throw it a little bit more at having the game at home. Yeah, I will say that, that Ohio State's defense is sneaky. Oh, they're good. real good. Yeah. They're real good this year. That's going to – whoever can throw the ball better in this game. And Ohio State has the best receiver on the field, so that'll be key for them. We'll watch all the games. We'll react to them. Big week. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the North Florida Sports Network.